Welcome to the Culture Moments Podcast, a global conversation on diversity, equity, inclusion, and culture. Each episode will bring you experts, stories, and insights that will shine a light on the many ways organizations are building the mindsets, skills, and systems to succeed in a culturally diverse world. Welcome back to the Culture Moments podcast. Today, we're excited to continue our Around the World in 20 Years journey with Stephen Cornejo Garcia, Director of Inclusive Diversity and Organizational Effectiveness at Allstate. Stephen executes the enterprise strategy around diversity and inclusion and oversees the organizational effectiveness solutions designed to impact the people side of change and transformation. LCW has worked with Stephen and his colleagues for several years to support some of these strategies and solutions, which we discuss a little bit in this episode. Now, prior to his role, Stephen held other leadership positions within Allstate across talent and leadership effectiveness, technology and operations, and agency sales. Prior to his career at Allstate, Stephen held leadership roles at Bank of America and Arthur Anderson. He serves on the boards of Mujeres Latinas and Acción, Disability Inn in Chicago, and he's also a fellow of Leadership Greater Chicago. Now, this conversation is really informative because we not only talk about some of the newer changemaker programs we've released across the enterprise at Allstate, but a couple times, Stephen also brings up a really critical component of this DEI work that has really truly come to the surface for a lot of us, especially in this past year. And that's this need for continuous self-reflection and examination. Let's get started. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to be here. We're glad to have you. So I like to start these conversations just by getting to know you a little better and specifically learning more about your journey into the DEI field. Great. Yeah, well, so, you know, I've always uh, throughout my career and in my life in general have been involved in work related to diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, going back to when I was younger in high school and then also in college and student organizations. And so I've always been involved in some way. Um, and uh it wasn't actually up until recently, about seven years ago, where I actually took on a formal role with a specific focus around uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And that was at Allstate, at Allstate Insurance Company, which is where I am currently. And, uh, you know, for me, it was really a great intersection of my personal and professional interests coming together in a way that was really different um, because it was in a professional setting. And, um, really kind of ignited um, a lot of, you know, energy and um, just creativity and just a whole new chapter in my career. So it really had changed things substantially um, because my background uh, is in organizational development. So, and, you know, DEI is culture change work. It's uh, systems transformation. And so it fit really nicely with my skills and background. That's wonderful. Uh, and so, and what is the nature of your work right now, you know, at Allstate? I know we work with several people over there on the, on the great team. So yeah, um, yeah just tell us a little bit about that. 
So I have overall accountability for, uh, we call it inclusive diversity at Allstate. So I have a team of people that focus on um, championing the cultivation of a diverse workforce and the creation of an inclusive environment. And uh, so that's my overall accountabilities. I, I also currently serve as the director of the organizational effectiveness group. So I've actually, both my worlds are combined right now um, in a real way. I'm serving as the interim director of that team as well. And so I've been doing that the last uh, year and a half or so, in addition to my ID responsibilities. So when did you first start working with LCW? Uh, really coincided with when I started working in Allstate's Inclusive Diversity Department, so about seven years ago. And we have had, yeah, I'd say about seven years ago. And um, that's that's about how far back, back it goes. Um, is, are there any stories or like any unique highlights that come to mind when you think about, I, I know we've done so much together in yeah. the past several years, what really stands out for you? Yeah. Well, you know, LCW has been a partner in the truest sense and advisor in the trueness, truest sense, because they've kind of, you know, helped us to grow, have grown with us, have been a part of our diversity and inclusion story. Uh, because they've helped us to lay some foundational elements at Allstate and, and, and to uh, have helped us to, you know, leverage their expertise and thought leadership in a way that, you know, helped us to integrate with where Allstate was in terms of our journey around the DEI space. And so they have really guided us in that, uh, you know, that journey. Um, you know, I, I don't have a lot of funny stories. I mean, I Monica, I've known a long time ever since we started uh, working together with LCW and Jeffrey as well. You know, um, there's always, you know, small anecdotes from different sessions we've been on because they've they've done, you know, all kinds of learning solutions, certifications and, you know, train the trainers and, and things of that nature. So, uh, you know, many different things, as you said, we've been involved with and benefited from and um, just have always really enjoyed working with everyone, um, you know, mostly because, you know, not just because your expertise, but also just because you you get the journey, right, that not everybody's in the same place. Everybody's got a, their own starting point. And I think the key thing is that you always want to be growing. You always want to be learning and um, doing that without judgment, without, um, you know, uh, making people feel like there's something wrong with them because of the way they have been brought up or the way they think or the way they learn. And I think that's been a really, a really healthy partnership and a philosophy that I think we, we live into at Allstate that is very compatible with what LCW does in their work with companies. What have been, you know, just thinking about all the projects that we've done, you know, in the past several years, what are some of the most, you know, exciting or, or, or the ones that you think have just been more, the most moving, whether it's moving the needle or just sort of making a, a big impact over at Allstate? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, we have had... Um, uh, we've 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 instituted a change maker uh, series that Monica and Jeffrey have participated in, and those have been really powerful. Um, and you know they've gotten the chance to, to share their stories and to share their expertise with our Allstate audience, which which has been really powerful. 
Um, you know, we recently did uh, a session um, that Monica hosted, and I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, the name is escaping me, but it was basically talking about race, uh, racism, you know, inequity, social justice at the, at, at the kitchen table, and um, very well received, very powerful, and uh, Monica and Chuck did a, just a great job, and uh, I mean, just I mean, I couldn't stop taking notes. I was learning so much from them. And I think that's another, you know, real benefit is that they bring so much expertise to the table and so many powerful examples. We haven't worked with so many different organizations. It's, it's, um, it's so easy to learn from them and their experience. So the title of that one is quite a mouthful, but it's, it was unpacking racism at the kitchen table, yeah. Jemima, uncle Ben's and cream of wheat. So yes. that's a, new program. Yes, I would have never, even if I knew it, I don't think I would have got that right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It was definitely a powerful session. And actually, I think I even participated in one of the sessions they had at another, at at another organization. So, um, because they, they allowed us to sit in, which, which I think was great. You know, it's, it's always great. They're always willing to share their network with us, which we find really beneficial. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that being part of some of our newer programming, especially programming focused on race, this is a great segue into talking about this year and gaining your perspective on a year where we've seen so much change. How do you think the DEI world has shifted or changed since you entered the field seven, eight years ago? Well, uh, you know, um, overnight, we've become the most popular department. (laughs) And I'm sure other professionals in the field have now all of a sudden seen the interest in their support and services like, you know, magnified tenfold easily. And I'm sure LCW has, has uh, experienced that as well. Right. And um, the way I describe it to my team is that, you know, everything we ever wanted in terms of the engagement and the interest and the need for our work has all of a sudden happened, you know, at the highest levels of the organization, the board, the CEO, senior executives, and uh, it almost happened overnight. And so there's been a huge shift in the desire, need, uh, and interest in getting support on very critical issues that, frankly, for us have always been critical, right? Like we've always been focused on these things. Um, I would say just not as overtly pointed at systemic racism, inequity, uh, injustice, now there's just a laser beam focus on those areas, which, you know, I would say definitely has been a part of the journey, but not anywhere near as focused for us uh, at Allstate in, in the specific areas of systemic racism, inequity, and injustice. So um, that definitely has been a big shift. And I know everyone's experiencing that, right? Like everyone in our field is is going through that. And so uh, we're also feeling the the, the weight and the magnitude of that too, right? In terms of holding the space, having conversations, um, you know, creating a brave space for people to share personal experiences and stories, which is really hard. I mean, it's not only hard for those individuals because they're reliving those experiences as they tell the stories of what they've gone through, but also, you know, realizing for yourself or myself even, you know, where I've actually contributed to this situation, right? Because of the systemic nature of racism and inequity, uh, in some ways we've all participated in it, maybe unknowingly, um, at least that's what I feel for myself. 
but I have. And so coming to grips with that reality in a real way and saying, wow, I, even me, the director of the area needs to really take a step back and really reflect on how I'm contributing, how I could be doing things differently and helping to encourage others to get on that journey, which, you know, before the journey seemed like optional, you know, like, yeah, if you want to do it, it's great, but no one's going to ding your performance review. No one's going to change your, your compensation, you know, your incentive plan. Uh, and now we're actually looking at that. Like we're, we're putting that on the table. It's going to affect people's performance reviews. It could affect their compensation. You know, um, those were big, big issues that certainly we have talked about in theory, you know, here at Allstate, but now they're going to be a reality, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm not, uh, you know, um, saying that as news, like, you know, to publish or anything like that, but you, I think you get the direction of it is heading in that direction. Yeah, for sure. And I think a lot of organizations are heading in that direction, you know, Under Armour is an organization, I think recently yeah. that came out with some pretty aggressive yep. um, standards, very similar to what you're talking about. So yep. and JP Morgan Chase, I mean, they're, you know, affecting executive comp. And so a lot of organizations are heading in that direction. I think the real uh, so, so for me, the, the journey has shifted to, you know, these are things that we think are important. These are things we should be focused on to how are we actually progressing? How good are we actually doing? What are the actual objectives we're trying to achieve? How do we know it? Do we have any evidence to support that? Like we were asking those questions before, but now it's like, well, what are the actual, what are the targets? What are the objectives and how are we progressing? Right? Like, so there's much more of a focus on, are you getting lift with the things that you're doing? So it's great that you're training people, but is that changing the culture? Is it changing behaviors? Is it making a difference in a way that you can actually speak to with evidence, not just uh, anecdotal feedback, right? And it's not to minimize the importance of having anecdotal feedback, but what else? What else can we say that demonstrates real progress? And um, leaders are going to be held accountable to that. And, you know, uh, that that's very different than where we, what the conversation was even back in January, February, March, you know, um, it wasn't until the, the murder of George Floyd where the, the conversation pivoted immensely. So, you know, as we've been, we're talking to people who've been a part of our journey for the past 20 years, we sort of like to play this game of looking to the next 20 years and asking the question, what do you think or hope this field will look like, you know, 10 or, or 20 years from now? Yeah, I mean, I, I, my hope is that, uh, you know, there wouldn't be a need for to have a separate, you know, field, right? Like I, I would, my hope is that as a, uh, you know, in our humanity, we could find a way that everyone be, would be treated equal equally and there wouldn't be a need to have to, intervene systemically, right? Um, that really is a long-term hope. Uh, but I think I, I think what I envision for us in the future is really being so intertwined with business objectives that you cannot separate it. Like there won't be a need, separate thing, it'll be more integrated and uh, consequential to the business results that we're trying to achieve. So again, all these, these are things that we've aspired to for a long time, right? I think that will become more of the reality versus the exception. And, um, and that, that's what I envisioned for our future. Yeah, that's a, that's a really common response to that question. So just to close things out, what's one piece of advice that you 
would like to share with any DEI practitioners, whether they're, you know, new people getting into this work or DEI champions, there's been so much interest around this. And I think we have a lot of new people who are, who who really want to do this work well. No doubt. Um, I, I, I think, you know, with, with, um, I mean, with any, with any career, I think you really got to think about what the why for yourself. Like, what what is the real motivation for you? And in the the I space, that is like table stakes. Like, you really you really have to be clear on what it is your why you're going after it. And I would say um, have a long term perspective, right? Because this is not work that you you do it one year and you get better and it's it's all great and you just keep you know getting better. There's lots of ups and downs. And I think that you have to be prepared for that. And and part of it, the preparation is that why being really clear to you that will carry you through those ups and those days when you're down more than up. And I think that's got to be really paramount in your motivation for why you want to get at it. Because there's things that I think as practitioners, you have to be willing to face about yourself, your perspective, your mindset, your, your behaviors that, um, you're kind of held to a different standard and you need to be able to face that reality head on. And, um, sometimes that's not easy. And, um, some of this work is, is very exciting in terms of getting to know different people and the differences that we all bring to the table. That's, that's all really energizing and exciting, but there's also the, the shadow of that is that difference creates tension and requires confrontation and requires productive resol- resolution, and that's not easy. That's 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 hard work, and you really have to be up for that. And so, I think all of those elements need to be in place if you want to be successful in this field and really make a difference. It's perfect advice. Well, Stephen, this has been an excellent conversation. Thank you so much for taking the time today, and of course, thank you for your partnership to LCW. We really you know, appreciate working with you and your team and wish you the best in the new year, 2021. Thank you so much, Tanya. It was really nice speaking with you as well. Thank you for listening. We invite you to continue the conversation with us by heading over to languageandculture.com forward slash insights. There you'll find the full transcript and show notes for this episode. Tell us what you think and let us know what else you'd like to hear about on this podcast. Until next time, thank you again for listening to Culture Moments.